Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am your greeter for this morning. Who's that? Who's that? And who is that? Good morning, it's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah yeah. Evans. Happy Saturday. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Who's that? I heard a couple of more ding, ding, dings. Well, thank you for calling on this morning. We are grateful to be amongst the living another day to get this thing called life right. So thank you for calling in on this Monday. We're going to have some amazing fellowship and worship on the line this morning. Anybody else called in at 5.57 in the a.m. that'd like to say good morning? All right, we're just going to wait. Deborah Evans, how was your week this week? It was good. It was real good. How about yours? It was good. It was good. Um, I'm, you know, helping my uh, best friend who lost her son on Monday. Um, He was 30 years old. And um, she was, yeah, her 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 dad died a month ago. Um, and then it was the day, the morning of the funeral, that she got the phone call as they were getting ready to do a Zoom meeting for her dad's funeral that her son had passed away. Um, so, you know, a mother being distraught, that's why I asked everybody and to continue to lift um, Araceli up in prayer. Um, I can't imagine losing a child, um, but I'm just there to listen and to be supportive and pray with her. And, and that's what I've been doing. So um, that's why, you know, they say people watch you. Uh, Yeah, people really watch you. So you always have to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, Because when times hit like this, you know, people come to certain people um, that they couldn't depend on, excuse me, or lean on. But, yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, It's going to be all right, one day at a time. Mm God is in control. We're not in control of anything at all. That's a fact. Yeah. So I'm grateful. You know, she'll be okay. Uh, God Mm. got her right where he needs her to be. And we just Mm. have to be loving and supportive as friends and family. Um, And with that being said, anybody else called in that would like to say good morning at this time? Yeah, so we're just going to continue to lift up parents all over the nation, uh, people whose families are, you know, they're COVID positive. You know, I can't imagine losing one family member uh, opposing to losing four or five people at one time. Um, so we got to just stay prayerful. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Marcella. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. You have a wonderful day. You do the same. Y'all enjoy your Saturday. Thank you. You too. Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. Hey, Susie. How are you? I am doing good. How are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much. You are 
so welcome. It's good to hear y'all sounds early in the morning at 6 a.m. on the dot. Thank you, God. Ooh, it's a good morning. Anybody Amen. else want to say good morning? Well, that's the song that just popped in my head that says, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. I used to sing that when I was a little girl and my mama used to teach me my prayers. And that's what came into my spirit just now, just for us to continue to give God the glory, glory, no matter what it looks like, no matter what's placed before us to press through and just, you know, just trust him. Just trust him. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. Well, good Saturday. morning. Happy Saturday. All right. Good morning. Who's that? Good Diane. morning. Okay. Wait, I have two people. Go ahead. First, number one. All right. Good morning, Diane. Sister Tracy. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning to everyone on the line this morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Mr. Tracy and family. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Bubbly. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. How you doing? I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Good morning, anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who's that? Who's that? And who's that? Good morning. This is Redisha Benjamin. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Anybody else? Good morning, Trace. Good morning, family. This is Brother Dwayne. Good morning, Brother Dwayne. Good morning, it's Miss B. Good morning, Miss D. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you as well. <clears throat> oh yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. It's going to be a great day. God, you alone deserve our worship and you alone deserve our praise on this morning. Oh, God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy on this morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Anybody else call in that'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Good morning, magnificent. Good morning, this is Busola. Good morning. Good to hear your sound. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome. Anybody else? Ooh, thank you, God, for another day. Would anybody else like to take this time to say good morning before we get started into the next segment of the call? 
Good morning. It's Mercy. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good to hear everybody's sound. <clears throat> okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tracy and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Thank you for joining us during the month of February, where our monthly theme was entitled Position. We know that you have been blessed hearing all of our declarations based on positioning yourself accordingly for the Lord. Be sure to tune in March where our theme is direction. You are in store for a great, a great, a quite a treat. There are no announcements today. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be bought by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Hosea 4 and 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. Wow. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Thank you. I love you and have an amazing day. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father God, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit, thank you for rising us up this morning with breath in our lungs and a sound mind. Thank you for the privilege and the ability to position ourselves to receive from you, to be in your presence, to be awake and functional and ready to hear from you. I thank you for uh, the blessing of this call and for saints being able to come together, Father God, to be able to hear your word, to be able to hear what is on your heart in this morning, to even give us instructions, uh, assignments for the day to walk out in, to, to get our instructions, Lord Jesus, to get our orders for the day. Thank you for the ability, Father God, to position our hearts and our minds to receive in a, in a day and age where God, where things are just crazy. Um, in the midst of life that has its turmoils and has a roller coaster ride and goes up and down, we position ourselves to hear you clearly. I pray, Father God, for that ability. I pray, Lord God, for that yearning to abide in you. You said, abide in me as I abide in you. Lord God, over 2,000 years ago, you died for our salvation, for our freedom, 
to take it to a next step, to be heirs with, to be part of your family, to be adopted within your family, to be co-heirs with you in the kingdom and the heavenlies. All of that is position. Time and time again, you speak on the position, and our main position is staying and abiding within you. A lot of times, that's hard. It's hard to stay right under, right in. A lot of times, we want to creep out. A lot of times, um, we go want to go our own way. A lot of times, we hear noise. Lord God, that's separate from you. Father God, help us to just stay put. Father God, help us to find the position that is within your heart. Lord God, if we're dying to self, if we truly believe believe in you, but believe you when you say who you are, when you say you're the king of glory, when you say you're the only way, when you say you are our savior and our protector and our king and our Lord who has the answers to all questions and even the ones we're too scared to ask. If we believe you when you say simply abide in you and all that we ask in your name that would be along the game plan, that would be like-minded with you because we position ourselves to be, will be answered. If we believe you, then over 2,000 years ago, we died to our our sins and our, our flesh and our flaws and all that because we remained in you. And we didn't have to be there because our position is already with you. We received the blessing of, every, of, of the payment you already gave in blood. We receive the position of being forgiven. We receive the position of being free from all the things that would tear us down and the bondages that want to hold us to this day. We receive the passport into the heavenlies and into your kingdom. We receive the anointing and the placement and the empowerment to do what we were created to do on this planet. So we, I know we question our purpose. I know we question our calling. I know we question Am I really going to be those, you know, or do my dreams, the dreams that I, 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 I pray and I hope and I, I want to join with, with my creator in. We want to be in a position for them to come true. The fact of the matter is your dreams are way bigger and way more out there than our own. But if we are not positioned to hear, if we are not positioned at your chest to hear your heart and know that your heart is for us, of course we're going to be afraid. Because everything else is really, really loud. But you are that whisper. Many, many times, you are that whisper in the midst of a whole crazy storm, a whole typhoon of talk and circumstance and facts and reality and the whole nine. The roller coaster ride that doesn't stop, Lord Jesus, unless... We position ourselves to abide in you and just hear your heartbeat. You make it so simple. It, it is you. You do make it so simple. It doesn't mean it's easy because it seems too simple. We love to complicate. 
we love to think it's got to be more. It can't can't just be that cut and dry. It's, there's no way. Life is too complicated. Yeah, well, it's complicated because of us and the enemy. You don't complicate things. You make things really simple, and it's just that it feels too foreign. It makes us feel naive and foolish to break things down simple and don't just run the rat race. Father God, that we would position ourselves to just hear our daddy's heartbeat. For a lot of us, that's that's just, it's it's too weird. It's too uncommon. It's not what life has taught. You are, be, you are life, if we would just listen. You are truth. You are freedom. You're not a bunch of rules and a bunch of regulations and a killjoy. You are true freedom. If we would position ourselves to receive. So this morning, Lord God, I know you got a killer word coming through the pastor. I know your spirit is present to pour doubt on your children. I know another another section of freedom, another availability to take off one more shackle or a chain is at hand. Help us to put ourselves in the place to receive from the God. Not just for ourselves, but our loved ones and everyone else, Lord God, that we would just lift our voices to pray for, that we would put our hearts over to, to help them into freedom. Father, grant us freedom from our bondages so we can in turn help so many others in need of the same thing. Father God, give us victory. Tune us into the game plan and the strategies. Grant us the ability to grant us the ability to partner with you to see your victory in our life so we can help others have victory in theirs. That is your purpose. We are blessed not just for ourselves, not just to get fat off of the, the provision and the blessings that pour down. We are blessed because we're supposed to bless others so that they can position themselves to know their Father and create. Father God, I ask, Lord God, for that to be our cry. I ask for that to be our purpose. I ask for that to be our drive above and instead of everything. And everything else will be enhanced. Everything we put our hands to and, and effort in and strength into and blood, sweat, and tears will be enhanced if we remember that one truth and make that sacred. That you are truth. You are the, the way. You are truly our purpose and our freedom. I invite the saints to raise their voices to unmute and be in position with your Father. Commune with your Father. Receive from your Father in order to pour out to any and everyone that comes into your circle. Give thanks to the Father of you and everything that you right now. 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, we touch right now, God. We say hallelujah right now. Hallelujah to the highest place. Thank you for the right now. Thank you, Lord God. Bless us in the name of the Lord. 
uh, singular focus for the past, uh, well, this is the fourth week, uh, past four weeks, to turn our attention to this insightful or rather indictful word lifted out of Psalm uh, 34 and 1. And as, as we are, are, are challenged to authenticate our praise through uh, position and uh, perpetuation. Uh, again, the psalmist said that I will bless the Lord. Listen to him emphatically. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I mean, it, it's a decision literally made by his own volition. I mean, the challenge of these uh, declarations seek to allow us to evaluate the level of our own spiritual maturity uh, in times like these and and literally come to a place of, of, of the position of praise that is as natural to us as believers as breathing is to our own body. Um, we, are, we are taking the word praise, P-R-A-I-S-E, and, and, and using it as an acronym, allowing each letter of the word praise to draw us closer uh, in our position to a relative relationship with God through our own individual commitment uh, to praise. Uh, so we, we've looked already at the letter P, uh, a few weeks ago, and we suggested to you that if you're going to continuously position yourself to praise God, then you must present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And remember your intellect, your emotion, and your will must be choreographed within the essence of your own being as you seek to praise God with your whole self. And then, and then uh, rushing through it, uh, we looked at the letter R uh, and we were reminded that in our position to praise God, we ought to raise our hands as a sign of surrender unto the Lord, as a sign of solicitation, and as a sign of a similitude of our salvation. Because you remember um, uh, uh, Easter Sunday is fastly approaching, but uh, he got up from the dead with all power in his hands, and it leaves us as for us a model and a mirror uh, in our position of praise, of our own praise, as we lift up our praise up to God and even lift up our praise before the devil uh, as a victory sign. So when we raise our hand, uh, it's a victory sign uh, because we praise he who got up from the dead. We have the confidence and the assurance that we will be victorious even in the midst of COVID-19, oh God, today. Uh, in the midst of all social circumstances, we will be victorious in all situations. As Paul said in Romans, remember uh, that all things work together for good. Uh, and he made it clear to us that all things are not necessarily good, but God knows how to take good and make it work for our good. In the language of our foreparents, um, I heard my grandmother say that God is the only one that she knows that can take a crooked stick and hit a straight lick. <laughs> it's just the way God works. And then, and then last week, um, uh, we looked at the letter A and we suggested that we ought to audibleize our voices and the language of praise. In essence, put some volume to your voice because there are still too many of us who come to worship and we literally mumble out our praise. I mean, if somebody was sitting next to you or somebody was in the room with you, 
they wouldn't be sure whether or not you were praising God or praising yourself or praising the person that may be at, uh, leading the worship uh, in front of you. But when you put some volume to your voice, you make clear of your position of praise and that there is no doubt about your praise. Um, we don't like people to see us praise and we don't like people uh, sometimes to even know that we're, we go to church or we're, we're Christians. Uh, and we need to be careful uh, about that, my brothers and sisters, because uh, when we when we when we treat God like that, uh, I know God is not like that. But when I say this, um, uh, it would be something if God got with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and said, "Let's treat declared victory, or let's treat them like they treated us on yesterday or last week." Right? So we got to put some volume to our voice. The truth of the matter is God has been too good to all of us for us to be whispering anyway, because he is worthy of our praise. And we and I suggested to you that the audible praise blesses God, it helps you, and it is a witness to others as you lift it up in your position uh, before God. So today, today uh, let me uh, approach this rather enthusiastically as I rush uh, I'm going to take a few minutes and, and I want to look at the letter I in the word praise. And, and so let me suggest to you that in our position of perpetual praise, we must invite him in, invite him in to take full control. I, I can really quit right there, y'all. I, I, I can really quit right there and close out this declaration right here because that speaks volumes. But let me just uh, give you a scripture to help you see what I'm talking about. James 4 and 2 simply says, we have not because we ask not. And there are many individuals who, <clears throat> who practice their praise without prayer and perpetuation. We never ask God to do anything in our position of preparation for praise. And so when we gather for praise, we receive nothing from God in the midst of our praise. And it's amazing how you can come to declare victory, how you can come to a worship and you can sit right there in the worship or sit right here and declare victory and you be prayed up and then participate in praise and, 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 and other people or somebody in the room or somebody next to you never in any kind of way praise the Lord. I mean, I mean, all that goes on even here on declared victory or even in your own church or your own house or what have you, um, uh, individuals can sit there, DOA, and I mean dead on arrival. I mean, they came in dead, dead all through worship, dead all through declared victory. And, and when the worship is over, they, they still just as dead and dried up uh, as they've ever been. No movement, no life, no rejoicing. And, and, and some of y'all been sitting here listening to the prayer and stuff, uh, and, and, and probably with a frown on your face, no joy. You got salvation, but you don't have no joy in relation to your salvation, no expression of appreciation, <laughs> even while the prayer was going on, no lifting of the hands to the Lord, no movement in their own lives, no real powerful emotions lifted up to God and their position of praise, because we're talking about position. And it's simply because they have not asked God to manifest himself in them as they seek to lift praise before the Lord. <clears throat> and I think in one message or one declaration I suggested to you, and let me suggest it again uh, before I close, um, 
that there are a lot of individuals who improperly praise God by accident. What are you talking about, Joan? I mean, they're looking for something to come from somewhere. I don't know if it's from the ceiling or in the windows or through uh, sometimes the hands that somebody laid on them. I, I don't know where, where they're looking looking for it to come. But if we are not careful, we will interpret uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit as some kind of strange movement among us. And some suggest that, that, that he's to come and, and knock us out. I mean, I mean, when I was in seminary, I would, I would hear them always talking about people being slain in the spirit and, 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 and the quote unquote holiness, uh, uh, churches, they would be talking about slain in the spirit and, and the spirit was to knock us out. And my professor at school would always bring us to the word and cause us to recognize that nowhere in the Bible has the spirit been given a command to slay us. The Spirit's job is not to kill us. The job of the Holy Spirit is to make us alive. We're not to be slain in the Spirit. We're to be raised in the Spirit, and we ought to be filled with the Spirit. Don't mean to make nobody mad this morning, but in all of this that we see um, in, in, in our worship um, and all that we see in church and all that we see going on is not authentic is not an authentic move of the Holy Spirit among us. And the Holy Spirit is not seeking to come in some strange or spooky way to move upon your heart. If you are saved, the Holy Spirit resides in you. And, and he is simply waiting for an invitation by you to have his way in your own experience. And of course, being God, the Holy Spirit, he can. I mean, he's sovereign and he wants to. He can bum rush you. I mean, he can knock every one of us out on this line if, if he wanted to, but the Holy Spirit chooses to allow us to invite him in and to invoke his presence in our midst so that he can have his way in our experience. So he chooses to let us invite him in. And many of us never feel the full manifestation of the Holy Spirit because we never ask him to have his way in our midst. Wow. I am, I am, y'all, uh, and I'm not being funny when I say this, and I'm not trying to make myself look good or anything like that, but um, in this season, I have, a lot of churches are looking for pastors, and I have had, in the last few days, several churches contact me about, about um, the position of pastor for their church. And and it's amazing to me, and and I'm I'm very happy where I am in Stockton and in Sacramento. But it's amazing. And someone said to me, um, uh, "Your maturity has just it, it's just uncanny. It's it's amazing how you've grown." And that's because I've allowed and I've asked the Holy Spirit to come in and manifest Himself in my midst. Remember, we have not because we ask not. We need to request His presence every time in our lives and in our worship. But not only do we need to request his presence, but we need to receive his presence. When we request his presence, uh, because God knows that, that he's no shorter than his word, watch this, he'll do just what he said. <laughs> I'm a witness. And, and there are those of us who recognize that if we pray, God will show up and answer our prayer. So receive him 
receive the manifestation of the Holy Spirit as you ask him to have his way in your life and in your own personal worship. Now, now let me say this before I close. The Bible declares that we ought not quench the spirit. And if we're not careful, even in the structure of our worship and the surrounding individuals who are in the worship, they will prevent us from receiving what we have requested from the Holy Spirit. Let me give you a window to help you see what I'm talking about. Um, I am, um, <laughs> I've pastored for a while now, and, and I can remember uh, some years ago in the church where I pastored, and, and I, I don't know where it ever started. Maybe it started before I became a pastor, but 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 I noticed that in the church where I served, that the ushers had had for themselves, don't miss what I said, had for themselves an assignment. What are you talking about, Jones? When whenever the Holy Spirit would manifest himself in a worshiper, the ushers would literally rush to that person's pew or chair, and usually they'd have a fan in their hand. And I had to reassign them because they felt like it was their job that whenever the fire of the Holy Spirit would light up, light up upon an individual worshiper, that usher would feel a sense of duty to go right there and start literally fanning that worshiper and then get help from other folks that would be sitting around that individual. And sometimes they didn't have a, 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 if they didn't have a fan, they would take a program and literally make their own fan. And, and, and I have, in the 35 years that I've been preaching, I have yet to figure out what does fanning do. I, I mean, they ask for this. Well, I mean, I know I do when I come to worship. I ask the Holy Spirit to take full control. I ask the Holy Spirit to manifest himself in my worship so that my praise can go up to God unheeded. And the last thing I need as somebody to come running to me with a fan in their hand. I mean, I mean, are, are you are you trying to give me more air, or, or, or are you trying to put the fire out? <laughs> and, and so we moved to redirect ushers, and and I just and I just happened uh, uh, to uh, to grow up understanding again from my grandmother and 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 my mother and my father and my grandfather who was a preacher that if the spirit of god is manifesting himself in the midst of a worshiper in praise they're not going to hurt themselves well somebody said uh, uh well pastor they may not be real they may be playing well they need to hurt themselves then maybe they'll cut out all that playing at church with god and let the holy spirit become real in their worship and every time the holy spirit would move from heart to heart and breast to breast and from worshiper to worshiper here comes somebody with a fan and so we need to redirect some folks we don't need to to uh uh, uh to fan them we just need to i mean we don't need to fire them we just need to redirect some folks because i got some folks uh, in, in in church, I got some folks. I literally got some folks um, who come to church and sleep every Sunday. I got some folks in the worship that act like they don't know where they are, and and that the Holy Spirit is foreign to them. I got some folks uh, in, in in church when the Holy Spirit is high, they act like nothing moves them. Those are the folks that you need to fan. Fan those folks who are sleeping instead of trying to drag somebody out of church that's praising God. Get these folks who act like don't nothing ever move them. Take them out of here and leave us alone and let us praise God. 
We asked for it. We invited him to come in and take full control. And you ought not let anybody step in the way of the full manifestation and your and 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 and, and your position of praise of the Holy Spirit uh, of God in your in your midst. And I tell folks, hands off. You don't need to pat me. <laughs> you don't need to rub me. Uh, you don't need to wave me. And, and y'all, y'all, as a pastor, I, I've got some members who got an answer for everything I say at church. They say, well, Rev, you don't know what they're going through, and I know what they're going through. And I have to ask them back, are you trying to tell me that you know more than the Holy Spirit? Yeah, Rev, but they may be crying. They may need to cry. And you don't need to get in the way and get, get you, don't, you don't need to get in the way, get out of the way. Yeah, but they may be upset, Rev. They may need to be upset. The convicting power of the Holy Spirit needs to work on some of us because some of us have done some stuff. Listen to me. I'm a witness that some of us, please mute your line. Please mute your line. That some of us have done some stuff that only God and the Holy Spirit can bring us to a point of feeling guilty about and move us to a point of confession and cleansing. And I'm wondering, is there anybody on the line that knows that sometimes God has to break you down before he can really build you up? Sometimes God got to whoop you in order for you to understand who you are in relation to him. Sometimes he has to bruise us in order to bless us. And the Holy Spirit can do what no other power can do in our lives. So when he manifests himself in our worship and in our praise, he knows what he's doing. We, we, we don't have any right to get in his way. If anybody would recognize their own need for his presence, folks that are, are up fanning, they really need to sit down and get their praise on. You trying to pat me down, well, you need to get your hands up in the air and ask the Holy Spirit in your position to move in you and bless you in the midst of your worship. So invite him in to take full control. And when you request it, listen, be ready to receive it. When you request him, be ready to receive him. Let him have his way. And, and I know that I'm using a lot of language of the old folks, but listen, I've grown uh, to the point of understanding that they knew a whole lot more than we thought that they did. And I, I heard them saying, let, let go and let God. And every one of us have the responsibility before God to ask him to move in our lives. Like, like I used to hear him saying that it is, 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 is not, it's not my brother. It's not my sister, it's not my mother, it's not my father, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And you need to understand that this is an individual thing in your position. You don't have to point your finger at who else is praising God. Some folks act like it's their responsibility to look around and see what others are doing. No. And then, and then have the nerve to sit up in the Lord's house with a frown on your face. Well, did nobody make you come? Did nobody put a gun to your head and make you come to the house of worship? Did nobody put a gun to your head and make you get on uh, declare victory this morning? And you never come to a point to look at yourself and say, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of blessing. And somebody on the line knows if you're standing in the need and you bring that need to the Lord, the Lord will hear your cry. And I thank him for being a God who hears, but not only hears, but answers prayer. You see, I'm not going to worry about who's looking at me. Why, Jones? Because they can't bless me no how. And I'm not really concerned about somebody laughing at me because they can't heal my body when I get sick. Thank you, Lord. I'm not concerned about who talks about me and judge me because they don't know my story. They don't know where I've been. 
and they don't know what I've, I've gone through. They don't know what I've done in the order of my life. And I'm so glad that this, this is really between me and the Lord. And so when I come to worship, I've learned how to shut everybody else out. I've learned how to come into the presence of God uh, 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 with, with nobody else but me because I need him and I need him right now. And y'all, I'm, I'm a man and, and I'm 100% man. So when I say this, y'all understand what I'm saying. I, I want to be like Mary. Now, why does a man want to be like Mary? Because when you get home, look at John chapter 12 and the Bible says Mary knew how to worship him. Mary knew how to humble herself. And you can't worship the Lord with an arrogant attitude. And some some of y'all may be sitting on the line acting like you're doing God a favor by being uh, in his presence. You, you, you acting like you're doing God a favor because you own declared victory. You acting like you're doing God a favor because you come to worship and you lift your hands. You need to humble yourself because if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you wouldn't even have the clothes on your back uh, right now. Mary humbled herself. She humbled herself. And, and if you know the story, um, she accused Jesus uh, of, 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 of her brother's death. Uh, her and Martha, she accused Jesus at, uh, uh, of her brother's death. And, and can you imagine Mary going to Jesus with her hand on her hip and her backbone slipped, saying, Lord, only, if you had only been here, my brother had not died. And then that was in chapter 11. But remember, in the next chapter, remember, Jesus had three trophies sitting at the table in the, in the house of Simon the leper. Oh, Lord, help your boy today. Uh, he, he, had, he had Simon the leper and he had, he had Lazarus at the table. Now, remember, uh, Mary had, had, had accused Jesus of her brother's death. And, and, and yet, in the midst of her attitude, Jesus still blessed her and raised up her brother in the midst of her nasty attitude, and it drove her to worship. She humbled herself before God. And then the Bible says she took some expensive ointment and poured it on his holy feet. And, and, and some of you on the line today, you're just too cool, but I thank him. When, 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 I, when, I, when I got ready uh, to get on the line this morning, I called on his name, and I'm not ashamed, y'all, to raise my hand and worship, but she humbled herself. And then finally, watch this, she let her head, her hair down. And, and, and I think I ought to tell you, it was her hair. It was her hair that, that she let down. And, 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 and we ought to be able to praise God and thank God, even in the midst of what we do, that he continues to still bless us, y'all. I'm humbled by that. That, that even in the midst of my nasty ways in the past and all of the dirt that I've done, all of the stuff that I've said and, and what I've been guilty of, y'all, y'all, I still invited him in and he still continues to use me so I can get it right one more time. I quit. I'm done. I'm done because I can go on and on and on, but I'm humbled this morning. I'm humbled this morning that, that he still uses me and my position is to praise him in spite of. May God bless you. May God keep you is my prayer. Um, I, I'm sorry I took so long, but I, I, I kind of got excited right there. All right. Is, is there anybody didn't get a chance to say good morning? Now's your time. Good morning. I apologize. Good morning. This is Janae. I wanted to thank you for your decoration. Good morning. Good morning. This is Christina here in Atlanta. Thank you so much for that on fire declaration. Good morning. Shabbat shalom. Anyone else? 
Hey, how you doing? LT, you would know. you stop texting me? <laughs> Leticia, stop texting me. I know you're happy. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Thanks for jump-starting our Saturday. Everybody have a great day and be blessed. Amen, amen. Good morning, this is Redisha. Good morning, Sister Redisha. Anyone else? Didi, hey, bro. Hey, Dee. Didi, I thought you was going back to sleep. I had to wake up for that fire because my position is to praise you. That's all I could keep hearing is Fred Hammond saying that. To be more and more like you, Jesus. Good word, bro. Now I got to go to boot camp, so bless you. All right. Y'all forgive me. I'm in the car. I'm in the car going fishing with my brothers today. So, uh, so, um, so that's why I'm in the car. So we're going up, we're going fishing. So uh, anyone else? Uh, was there any aha moments? Was there any comments? Any thing that grabs your attention? Anybody? Morning, Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. Go ahead, Gloria. Go ahead. I'll clap to you. Okay. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. Good morning, DV family. God bless you, brother. Amen. I don't need nobody holding me. Let me just in, be in, in a, a re, the recipient of the manifestation that I've asked for. God bless you. I appreciate you. Have a good time. Fish. Amen. Many fish. Many All fish. Right. All right. Anyone else? Morning, Pastor. Oh, morning, Pastor Bell, Rochelle. You are amazing. <laughs> um, thank you for your declaration. I called myself on sleep in. I woke up um, at 630. I'm dealing with my little four-year-old granddaughter. And if I tell you she is busy, she is busy. But I thank God that he woke me up singing. Um, that Jesus, you are Lord of Lord, King of all nations. And um, when I heard the part where um, you were talking about the the spirit and fanning, um, my pastor always say, don't quench the spirit when it comes in. How are you going to tell the host, don't host at their house? So I thank God for your declaration. Some things are just meant to be, some traditional things are meant to stay in place, to worship um, unapologetically to worship um, without, um, you know, worried about your surroundings. So worship is worship. So thank God for you. And I'll listen to the playback, but I needed that nap. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. A lot of people don't understand this, but worship has to do, it doesn't have to do with the preacher up there killing nobody. It doesn't have anything to do with the, the praise and worship leader hitting a home run or anything like that. Worship has to do with bringing the people of God into the very Shekinah glory of God. And that's what we have to understand when we're up in worship and leading worship or before God's people. That's what we must understand. All right. Anyone else? Now's your turn. I did have an aha moment, um, Pastor, when you were talking about fan in the spirit and being hot and moving. It reminded me. Wait, 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 wait. You got to speak into the phone. You got to speak into the I'm phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I'm yeah, sorry. go ahead. Okay. So, yes, when you were talking about um, the fanning and not letting, you know, people just not understanding the hotness and the fire when you're on fire, um, sometimes you can have that even in your home. It gets that thick, hot feeling and you didn't turn the the heat on. And it's because you have ushered the Holy Spirit and you've ushered um, the fire of God into your home. And that was my aha moment that sometimes that abnormal instance 
your own presence in your own home. So thank you for that. Okay, I'm gonna meet myself because I'm gonna go on. All right. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. God bless you this morning. Hey, uh, Brother Jeff. I, I I heard you say you was on your way to fish, and I just want to say thank you for teaching us how to fish for ourselves this morning in the praise, in the worship, you know, because um, it's needed. We We have to know how to approach the throne of grace for ourselves with worship and praise uh, and, and like you said, invite him in, you know, and uh, I just want to thank you for your decoration this morning. You always inspire me, like you say, when I go to worship, make sure I see Jesus. Man, Jeff, let me tell you this. I have, I have, let me just be transparent. I have not been the best person pastor, man, in the order of my life. But today, I'm getting some things together, and I'm doing some things right. And I believe that's why God is allowing people to seek me now. I believe that's why God is blessing me like he's blessing me now. Because, you, 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 you know, you, know you, you, you finally learn how to get it together. And when y'all get a chance, read John chapter 11 and John chapter 12. Um, to see how Mary and Martha treated Jesus. And when it came to their brother Lazarus and in the midst of their attitudes, in the midst of their accusing Jesus, he still blesses them and, and raises their brother up in the midst of their attitude. And I'm saying that in correlation to God continues to bless me even in spite of me, because I believe that God sees something in me that one day he's gonna get it right. And if I keep working with him, he's gonna get it right. And I can honestly say that I'm 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 on the right track to getting it right. Now I, I can't tell you that that I'm everything that I shall be, but I thank God that I'm not what I used to be. And I can only say that one day at a time. And 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 it's and it's and it's it's because of this scripture. We have not because we ask not. We have to invite him in. Hey, brother, can I say something real quick? My class starts sure. in two minutes. The growth that you're speaking of and the maturity, we've known each other for about seven years. And I know, you know, like I used to tell you all the time, growing up me as a Methodist child and not the hooping and all that and just the the boasting, I can say, and the sometimes that arrogance that would come from certain people, even when they preach, when they, t- you know, pray. And that arrogance that you spoke about when you were talking, that, that did something to me this morning because, like you said, what what God sees in us is beyond the show. It's beyond the sanctuary show. And I loved how you talked about the standing in church and the people sitting there stoic and not, you know, wanting to worship. But you sitting there, what you show up for with an attitude, your attitude should be an attitude of gratitude. Anytime you are ushering him in, you know what I mean? It's like, what are you showing up and you're not really open to receive, but yet you're saying, come, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you. And just being able to grow with you as your sister, because um, you've helped me too. You know what I'm saying? So I just love you, brother, and I really do appreciate who you've been to me in my life. I love you, and have a great day. Catch me some fish. I ain't going to eat it, but catch it anyway. <laughs> oh, All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, yeah I got good it. morning. Hold on, Eric. Hold on. Good Let me. the lady go first. Go ahead. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is Sister Sylvia. 
and uh, I've been following you through the whole acronym each week. Um, everyone just gets better and better. And um, I was thinking about the, one of the songs. I can't think who it is right now. This praise is what I do when I want to get next to you. William Murphy. Yes, yes, that comes to mind. And also, you know, sometimes I'm lately I'm not wanting to say much or comment because sometimes you feel like you, you you have to say something every time, but that's never the case. It's like when, um, as an adult, you know, when a, a child going to church and you see your mother cry and, you know, it's sitting next to me, I'd never understood until I became an adult why my mom would cry in church. It wasn't because she was sad. It's because she was praising God or she was hearing something that resonated to what was going on in her life at the time. And so that's what happens to me on here. I'll hear something and the something say, okay, you're going to be quiet today, but then I'll hear something. And the something I heard this morning is that I should be praising God. I should learn how to praise God like Mary. And so I've asked him, you know, in prayer often, Lord, help me to be more like you, help me to walk more like you. And now I'm hearing, you know, help me, Lord, to praise you like Mary praised you. And so I really appreciate that. And as far as inviting the Holy Spirit in, I, just like the other lady mentioned, I was raised in the Methodist church. Everybody was quiet. If somebody shouted, they looked at them crazy until I, you know, went to a different church later and found out not by watching other people, but experienced the Holy Spirit for myself in a point where, you know, everything is just, just blacks out. You don't see nothing but God. You don't see who's next to you, who's in front of you or behind you. All you do is, that, you know, you I'm learn to invite the Holy Spirit in. And first I didn't invite him in. He just came in <laughs> and just took over. And so I have, I know what that's like. And now I can do that anywhere in my house, out on the street. It doesn't matter. And it's just like, I'm just in a zone and a transit. All I see is Jesus walking next to me. So thank you so much for that. Hey, Amen. Now, now watch this when, you know, and she was under Oriental custom and tradition, um, she had her hair tied up, um, you know, uh, in a bun or what have you. And as she get ready to let her hair down and un, un, uh, undo her hair, if you know anything about the Middle Eastern culture, culture ladies, the reason the women uh, have their hair up over there is because, because, because her face and her hair was only for the beauty of her husband to enjoy not for just any common man to enjoy but 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 for her husband to enjoy and so when she because 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 when she began to let her hair down and undo her bonnet and stuff understand the disciples begin to choke on their food they said would you look at this woman wait a minute she's out of order she's out of order y'all somebody do y'all see what i see y'all we we need to we need to stop her we need to stop her and jesus says let her alone Jesus defended her and said, let her alone. Why? Because she's done this against the day of my burial. Because what happens is, she, what he was saying is that, that she decided to do this for me while I was alive and, and, and can appreciate it. And y'all, I put something on Facebook just the other day. Don't wait till somebody dies and you come to their funeral to tell you how much they, they, you appreciated them. Do it now while they can appreciate it, while they can hear it. It's the old song, Give Me My Flowers. All right, Brother E, come on. 
Did y'all hang up on me? We're here. Nah, I'm here. Are we still oh, oh, oh. Okay, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, great declaration. I, uh, I, I don't. You, you talk about you, you're maturing. I don't know where this maturity was two weeks ago when you talked about my ankles. But I'm gonna leave that last <laughs> right now. Cause you need, cause you needed some lotion. Nah, nah. You see that, that right there. That, that maturity. Yeah, where's that maturity now? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, great, great declaration. Um. I'm gonna be like uh, Motel, and and D, you know you was messy in, in terms of or earlier with that slain in the spirit. But I'm gonna let that let that go too. Leave all holiness people alone. But I I, I always want to uh, uh, give you your flowers and appreciate your your, your teaching. Uh, what you just broke down right there with Mary and, and the hair. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the declaration. Um, in terms of inviting uh, the Holy Spirit, and I'm gonna be like Motel Six. I'm gonna leave the light on, and I, I what I wanna always do is leave the latch open, to, so that uh, the Holy Spirit will have access in my life, and, and I'm gonna let my hair down. Okay, okay. So I don't have any hair, but you know what I mean. Spiritually, I'm gonna let my hair down, and I'm gonna give God that unapologetic praise. Uh, I want to give God. That, the, the the praise that he he deserves, even though some other people may look at it and may not uh, seem may be unseemly in some places, but but God knows who and 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 what my praise is for. And you know, I like to think of Mary when she thought about all the things that God has do that did for her, all the things that God had brought her through, all the things that God had delivered her from, and I a firm believer that when you begin to uh, go back and to think that all the things that God has done for you, how can you not praise him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When, when I can think of, you know, even when I was born out and, out and, and, and born addicted to heroin, the doctors said no, but God said yes. And I'm here 54 years later, even if I just stopped right there. I could just give God praise for the rest of the days of my life. I love him, you know, because he's been so good to me. You know, I grew up in those holiness churches and I could just see, you know, the praise of, of the men and women because they knew what God had done for them. And, 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 you know, this is, this is, this is me. This is my praise because not only has God brought me for a long way, but he keeps on, he keeps on blessing me. So thank you. Uh, God bless you. I love you, brother. I appreciate you. Love you too. And uh, great declaration. Praise God. All right. May I have a moment? Yes. I shall never let go. He say. I shall never let go. He's name for he's done so much for me. I shall never let go his hand. Praise God. Amen.
Hallelujah. Brother, this is bubbly. Um, my aha moment was, I think you said something about God has to um, break you or bend you or something like that to form you into what he wants you to be. That's, he has to bruise you in order to bless you. Yeah, there you go. That was what it was. I am a, not well say a recipient. I am understanding that a little bit more each day to let, allow God, because see, I wasn't even allowing him in. Yeah. I, I had put God on the back burner with a whole bunch of other stuff, but God had to put me in a place to get me in the position where he wants me to be, what he wants to do in my life, how he wants me to be what he called me to be, not what everybody else was thinking about me and, and all of that other junk, because I know for a fact in this very hour that what I thought was true and the enemy was giving me all the lies that God had to um, take me up out of the after the third finger, you know, when you get made to the drown and you get made to go down for that third time, God had to catch me by my hand and pull me back up and remind, remind me that, wait a minute, I'm still your father, even though you may have turned your back on me. I will never, ever turn my back on you. And I'm just so excited about even in the midst of the storm, even in the midst of what's going on in my life, I know if nobody else got me, I know God got me. God bless you, brother. I love you so much, and I thank God for you and everything that you've been teaching me over the years, especially on TNT Bible study. God bless you. And, hey, have a good time out there fishing and enjoy that peace and joy out there in that water. Love you, bro. Amen. Thank you, Bubba. I had two other churches ask this week, can I do – Bible study for them on Wednesdays, and um, I would rather for them just to join in with me on TNT Tuesdays, uh, because Dion, Dion's brother Zach, uh, Zach, Zach Carey said to me uh, before the pandemic hit, he said, "Lavelle, what are you doing?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "You, you running, you running between uh, Stockton and Sacramento doing." doing um uh two churches you're doing bible study tuesday and wednesday he said man learn how to do zoom and facebook live and do it all together and i kind of laughed at him i kind of laughed at him and and guess what it came into fruition to what he said to me and and i'm like wow that's amazing and so now that's what i'm trying to do because uh, I'm just not trying to kill myself, y'all. I do like to relax and stuff. I do work a full-time job with two churches now. So um, um, so I'm taking advantage of those. So anyone else? I'm sorry. Anyone else before we close out? Anyone else? No? Okay, if there's not another, I thank everyone uh for listening in and joining in today um remember tomorrow is worship go to worship make sure you see jesus in the worship because if you worship and you don't see jesus remember you have not worshiped all right i love every last one of you i'm sorry yeah i I know sundays is traditional day right 
that we we go to praise and worship. But I can I praise Him today on a Saturday? Can I praise Him today on a Friday? Can I praise Him on a Monday? I don't we I don't have to just wait till Sunday to go to service. I want to have service seven days a week. Amen, brother Jeff. Amen, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise God. That's right, Jeff. Let your hair down. That's right. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Just lift your hands. Just lift your hands. Just lift your hands right where you are. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. I surrender. I surrender to your will. I surrender to your way. I surrender to your word. All of your word. 
Thank you for the manifestation of your presence. We invite you in to take full control, God. Thank you. Continue to bless. Bless the clarity, God. Bless our visionaries. Bless every home represented here, God. We pray that you would just touch. Fill us. Set us on holy fire today, God. And as we continue to worship you all through this day, God. God, yes, you're worthy Lord. of our praise, God. Hallelujah. Yes, we have not because we ask not, God. We'll be sort of careful to give your praise, the glory, the honor. 
memory is full. The machine will now hang up.
Thank you. 